my name's Denise from Fine Surveyors and this is episode 25 I think, sorry if I'm wrong, 25 of I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol and today we are talking to Sue from Pop World. How are you Sue? I'm fine thanks Denise, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, did you have a good Christmas? I had a brilliant Christmas actually, I had six pounds worth of Christmas put onto my body so I had a great time. <laughs> I had five pounds, so yeah. Uh, not quite as good as mine then. No. <laughs> I'm slowly trying to get it off. I've lost two already. I'm desperately trying to get rid of the rest. So uh, yeah, wish me luck. Well done. I get yes. away tomorrow, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a great Christmas. It was, yeah, good Christmas. I definitely ate too much chocolate, but in the Christmas holidays, I went on a walking holiday as well, so I can't imagine how much I would put on if I hadn't done that as well. Exactly. Oh, well. I know exactly. Thank God I stayed active. It's what, it's what Christmas is made for, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Then, then we can it. appreciate shifting that weight ready for summer. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually enjoying being back at the gym to be honest. Yeah. So tell us all about your business. When did you start it and what do you do? Okay, so it is pop dance and um basically I wanted to learn fun dance routines, pop music to like eighties, nineties and noughties music. Back in 2009, I had two little boys. Uh, I can't remember how Ernie must have been about five or six at the time, and Frankie was about four. Um, I was working full time, uh, well, four days a week with the kids, and then um, I just wanted to shift a bit of weight. Actually, I was like, actually, I want a bit an hour away from being a mum, being you know working, mobile phone, an hour of me time just to. You know, have a bit of fun, get active, and listen to some, uh, you know, pop, cheesy pop tunes. Um, and there just wasn't anything out there. So, you know, I, I had a good Google, like cheesy pop tracks, there was nothing there. So, talking to some friends of mine, I was like, you know, I'd really like to do this. And they said, well, why don't you set it up? And I'm like, yeah, right. You know, I've got two kids, you know, pretty much full on job, um, house to look after. Um, but actually, I met some dance teachers and I said, look, this is what I'm really. I really fancy doing uh, would you be interested in putting something together you know along the lines of what I want and so we did and then a class started in January 2009 um, in St Albans um, called Pop Dance and it was for adults only at the time um, and it just went down really well and then everyone else wanted to have it in their towns as well so it sort of grew so we opened another floor four classes in random places like Blackpool, Manchester because people say to me, Sue, where's your strategy in, in building pop dance? Well, one, it was never meant to be a business. Um, and two, it was just really where we found great dance teachers. So yeah, so we opened another four and then we opened another four. Um, and then I was literally getting more emails for pop dance and I was uh, working for a marketing company. And I thought, actually, this is getting a bit tricky now, trying to juggle everything. Um, and went for a trip down to Cornwall and you know when you're away from everything I was talking to my husband he went well why don't you just go for it this, this is this is a business and I'm like really it's just like a hobby you know it wasn't meant to be a business um, and so then I took the leap of faith and jacked in my job which I shouldn't have done if you'd written it down on paper financially it wouldn't have worked <laughs> um, but you take these gambles don't you and I really wanted to spend time with my kids because at that point my employer wanted me to get a nanny um, and I had like a childminder for a while and I was like I wanted to be the one that picked my kids up from school as many of us do um, so yeah jack the job in and just started working on pop dance really so yeah 10 years on 
That's amazing. So, what's the like? Where are you at now with pop dance? Do you, how many places do you have open at the minute? Well, we are open internationally, which is amazing. So we started off just adults, and then we were approached by a holiday park who wanted us to go in and deliver or teach pop dance to their blue coats, who could deliver it to the customers there. But they wanted it to be family. So I was like, really, you know, there's enough out there for kids. You know, there's a saturated market for kids. But so many teachers and so many customers were saying, my kids would love this. It's got no pressure of exams or performances or getting the steps right. It's literally just about having fun. Um, so we created Pop Dance Kids in 2010, um, at, really for the holiday parks, but then everyone else wanted it as well. So then we started to run Pop Dance Kids. Um, and then in 2012, everyone was on about tots. And I'm like, seriously, there's so much out there for, lit for littlies. But they're like, yeah, but there's nothing like pop dance and kids will love it. So we created pop dance tots. Since then, we've gone on to create pop dance active and able, which is for special needs and also pop dance seniors, which is where I'm heading soon. You know, <laughs> pop dance seniors. I'm like, bloody hell, pop dance seniors um, for the over 50s. Um, so yeah, and it's just sort of, you know, accommodating everyone who absolutely just loves pop music and just wants to let their hair down with no pressures of getting it right or wrong. So yeah, it just sort of then escalated and, you know, people, as I say, we randomly opened where teachers found us. So we're in Oregon, we're in, we're in Azerbaijan, we're in Cyprus, um, very random. So the, the plan this year is to be a bit more strategic in terms of uh, opening in lots of different towns, mainly in the UK, but we do have lots of teachers overseas as well that want to bring pop dance to their areas. So it's very exciting. So how do you coordinate that then? Do you, is there a teaching for your teachers and then they teach the others? Or, you know, how does it, how does it work? So we work with only qualified and experienced dance teachers. So you have to be a qualified and experienced dance teacher to get started. So if some, we've had a lot of people that say, I want to teach, I love to dance, I've danced since I was a kid, but I'm not qualified or I've not been taught how to teach. So we then say to them, look, go and do an ETM, an exercise to music qualification or something to get that experience behind you. Um, but mate, there's so many dance wants to get involved um, and then we have pop where they can the choreography all the, all the support and they can also get involved in choreographing for us as well so we've got a wide spread of different choreographers and um, obviously it all goes through um, our creative directors who make sure it's all on brand with pop dance but we pay our teachers to get involved with the choreography so it's very much a team thing and it's great to have different influences of choreography as well so is this a franchise that you give out or do, are you maintaining all of this under your own umbrella? We have it on a license so people can buy a license to use the brand, use all the choreography. Um, but the new sort of thing we're doing this year is that lots of our teachers have, they, you know, they don't just want to do pop dance. They've like studied ballet, tap ballroom, some do Zumba, some do fit steps um, and they want to keep that as well. Some of them don't just want to do pop dance. So they have their own dance schools as well. So we help them to promote their own dance schools as well as giving them additional revenue with pop dance. So I'm from a marketing background. Marketing and business is my love. I'm rubbish at dancing, but I do love to go to pop dance. And that's obviously why I started it. But um, my skills are in the marketing and the business side of it. 
um, and our creative directors who are the dancers head up the whole dance side of it so it's a really good team thing really so do you run all this from home then pretty much yeah in my lovely office here I'm very lucky to have uh, quite a nice big office um, my husband works from home one day a week um, he's a graphic designer which has been very handy in the businesses um, saved me a lot of money there. Just have to sleep with him every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> totally Things we have to do. <laughs> free, free graphic design, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm mostly here. Um, in the early days, we used to do a lot of sessions where we would travel and we would do um, sessions in dance studios. So we'd invite teachers along and we'd take them through the whole sort of how pop dance works. We could see them dance etc so we were like flying to Ireland and back in a day and stuff like that but because we can do everything online um, it's we don't really need to do that I mean we might well do a big open day at some point this year or next year um, just to actually get together because a lot of our teachers who have worked with us for like 10 years some of them we've never met so but we feel like we know them because they're always on Facebook live together we've got a good strong Facebook community and an online community so we feel like we know them but some some of them we've never met before yeah no that's a fascinating way to um do it and you know i i i like that that's a really good idea definitely you know my head saying strategy 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 and and you know and, I, and you know that as much as i do so but i suppose you've just kind of gone along with the momentum so much that you've let it build organically and now yeah. is the time to kind of fill in the gaps to make it strategic yeah, I mean, I'd never run a business before. I mean, obviously, I'd worked in lots of different types of businesses. Um, and I never wanted to run my own business. But, you know, needs must when you want to spend time with the kids and you want to be in charge of your own destiny. And then you find something that you think you know is going to be amazing. You know, I've known where I want to go from the start with the business. And I know I would get there, but it's taken me 10 years. Um, so it is a long journey. It's been a massive emotional roller coaster, you know, trying things, testing things. We've been very lucky along the way, I have to say. But we do have a really good, strong core team um, who've been pretty much with me since the start. We've got amazing dance teachers. There's so many talented teachers out there. Um, and some of them are amazing at marketing and some of them just need that additional support um, so that they can do what they love and we can do the, the bits that we're good at as well. But yeah, it's very exciting. I want to do New York next. Uh, oh, to launch in New York, yeah. Yeah. And it's really doable. It's just a matter of communicating yeah. and the right messages to the, to the right people. So if there's a qualified dancer out there that wants to start their own pop dance license, yeah, um, pop dance classes, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, they can email me, sue at popdance.co.uk or look at our website, which is popdanceworld.com or popdance.co.uk. Um, and there's lots of different ways that people can work with us. So we have different membership packages and they're really affordable because we know a lot of dance teachers don't have lots of money. There is there's a great um, income to be made in dance. And sometimes you just need that support and help. You know, there's a great support network in terms of if you are sick, you know, there's so many dance teachers that turn up to classes when they're so ill because they don't want to let anyone down. We've got a whole support network that you can, you know, have a backup teacher in place. You know, for all our birthday parties, we have a backup teacher in place because we don't want to let anyone down on their special birthday. Um, so there's all that 
that you can connect in with different ideas, marketing support, all that kind of thing. But so yeah, there's different ways of working with us. As simple as a very starter, basic starter package that's £25 a year. And that basically gets your dance business on our website. We'll market your dance business as well as offer you paid work with pop dance. Um, and then the next level is like £25 a month. And then you can work directly with our customers and, and make a really good living. You know, pop dance parties are very lucrative and very simple with no risk to set up, really. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. That's great. So you were saying before we... Oh, actually, no, before we move on, we need to do a little confession, don't we? Yeah. So me and Sue are doing dry January, because this is a pre-record and we're recording in January, and we're sticking to our dry January at the moment. Oh, look, my, my coast is stuck. Ah. I think, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying to myself I'm doing dry January. Dry January. Right, 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 I, right. Am, I am taking each day as it comes, but my subconscious... I've never done dry a dry month before, ever. It's probably since I was like 15. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to go for about 15 too. And I'm, I'm also not the type of person that would jump on a bandwagon. So this is really not my type of thing. But no. for some reason, I want to do it, so I'm doing it. Same here. I had a, a very full-on week in Cornwall. Some really good friends, three families went down to Cornwall. And we basically rocked it every day. And then I got a big ulcer. And I thought, do you know what? I think this is telling me I just need to stop for a bit. Um, I'm out for a friend's 50th tomorrow night. So, and, and all my friends are like, really, you're driving? And I'm like, yeah, I am. So we just take each day as it comes. They'll probably break me at some point. <laughs> yeah, completely. I, um, I had a, quite a mad year last year where I was on holiday a lot. So it probably is something to do with that, actually. You know, I went on so many holidays. And you know what you like on holiday. You start drinking at 11 because it's totally acceptable. So and, and drink every single day, which I don't actually do at home. So, yeah, um, yeah it Absolutely. probably is something closely linked to my consumption throughout of the whole of last year, I think. Anyway, but you were telling me before um, we came on live that you also have another business. So what's the other business and what do you do? Um, so the other business is uh, the Businesses Community, um, which we started here in St Albans and it was called St Albans Businesses. And basically, I because I hadn't run a business before, um, I think I did it about sort of four years into running Pop Dance. Um, I was doing a bit of networking, met some really lovely people and was working quite a lot from home. And I just thought it'd be really nice to go and work in a different environment every so often, you know, perhaps once a month. And started something that was called a jelly. Um, I don't know if you've heard of a jelly. I have, so I've heard of them, yes. So they started in New York and it was basically as people were getting more into this era of people working from home or people freelancing or work, you know, even if you work for a big corporate, a lot of people were working from home as well. Um, and people were feeling a bit isolated. So it was just uh, ended up people going around each other's houses or into a cafe or into a pub or a communal area where they could literally just work together, you know, get work done, but have a chat, you know, what's the latest app you're using, blah, blah, all that, those kind of questions. So we started one in um, St. Albans, oh, probably, I don't know, 2010 maybe. Um, and it just grew from there and we started a Facebook group um, just to say I just said oh I'm starting a Facebook group just to talk for all things business if anyone fancies joining me great and now that has grown to almost 5,000 people in that group 
Um, and then, they, what's the group called? It's called St Albans Businesses. Um, and we, there was so much juicy information going on in the Facebook stream that was just getting lost. So people were sharing great ideas, great tips, great advice, you know, all working together to support and help each other in business. Um, and then we started to be asked to start doing a few events um, and it was all hanging off the back of the pop dance website and I thought this is really going to start to confuse people why am I looking at a business thing on the back of pop dance so we started a website um, five years ago four years ago something like that so that people could access all of this information whenever they wanted to so it was always there so it has you know people's business stories on there um, people's business profiles so if you want to find a business you can have a look on there uh, people's top tips their expertise um, we've got a shop on there so it's basically like a shop window so we don't take any commission it's literally showcasing people's products and services here in St Albans um, it's got a calendar of events so anything people wanted to share business wise and to uh, the community they could put on our website and then we would market that out across our social media platforms for people. So it's a real ready-made, active and engaged audience that businesses can propel themselves in front of. Um, so how do people get involved in that then? When do you have the jellies? You know, so is we there... Do, we do two a month um, now. We, do, we have a jelly which is open to everybody and it's free. So you just rock up, you can come for an hour or you can stay all day, it's up to you. Um, really informal, uh, it's usually at the King Harry pub, round about the middle Thursday of the month, but it's all on our website. Um, but a lot of people have taken to hosting the jellies, so the next one, which is on the 16th of January, that's at Rothamsted Conference Centre over in Harpenden. And we do a Friday one, which is what we call a jelly baby, which is at the Holiday Inn Express in London Coney. There's a bit more space and people do a bit more work and we also talk more, like we have a topic or someone will come in and talk about something that's useful to people. Um, and that's free to members, but £10 to non-members. But oh, basic, if you ever need anyone to do any speaking, give me a shout. I'm quite happy to come and talk about property. That'd be great. Yeah, definitely. Make sure you ping me an email because I've got a memory do. like this. But yeah, if you email me and we can book you in, that's absolutely perfect. Um, so the next one, which is on the 31st of January, we've got Caroline Sison of Pocket PA coming to talk to us. She's launching her um, app, which is amazing for micro businesses. So if, you, if you're turning over under 85,000, it's an app that um, basically manages everything for you. So you can see your money in, your money out, invoices, it's got automated uh, te SMS text reminders to your customers. It's got uh, automated SMS text to say thank you for you know working with us can you leave us a review it can take payments online without a card reader so she's coming you know and that's going to really help a lot of businesses to manage uh, what they're doing so it's all about bringing in people that can share things that are going to be of use to other business owners and you know working together supporting and helping each other so um and then that was really sort of, I wasn't really intending that to be a business, but it turned into one. And then we were asked by um, somebody who wanted to launch it in Enfield and somebody who's bought the franchise for Bedfordshire as well. So it's that sort of expanding, but again, it's organically. So we haven't actively gone out and said, why don't you start one in Watford? Why don't you start one in Harpenden? It's people that have come to us. So 
Um, yeah, so then we had to rebrand it because it was called St Albans Businesses, so we couldn't have it called that in Enfield. So we rebranded the Businesses Community um, St Albans, Enfield, Bedfordshire. So uh, there's been quite a lot of transition in the business in the last couple of years, but yeah, all really good, all very exciting. Are you going to go down a strategic route and, and build on that as well, or are you going to try and focus on pop? Yeah, my then. focus. Yeah, my focus uh, is going to be obviously um, maintaining and giving additional value to our members that we have in St Albans and making sure uh, they they're looked after and supported and growing that membership. The same with Enfield and Bedfordshire. Um, and really, the focus this year is on is growing pop dance as well, and again supporting and helping our members uh, to run successful dance classes, parties, and workshops. Um, so what's the cost of being part of the networking group in St Albans? Again, it's a very similar model to pop dance, actually. So we have different membership levels. So our starter membership is just £25 for a year. So for that, you get your business on our website. You can have unlimited posts in our Facebook groups. You get the jellies, you get discounts on events, you get masterclasses, you can share your expertise. So for 25 quid a year, it's amazing what you get. Um, and then if you want to do more on our website, so if you want your calendar on there, you know, your events, your business story, your tips, if you want to, you know, get more involved, that's 25, well, it's 20 actually a month. It's going up to 25 a month in February. So again, it's really, really affordable. Um, and there's additional services. So if people don't know what to write or they want additional sort of marketing services, they can either upgrade or they can just buy add-ons. So if you've got a big event coming up, and you want a bit of extra publicity, then you can buy an add-on, which again, a very low cost. Um, just trying to keep everything as affordable as possible for all sizes of business. So it's, you know, TBC, the businesses community is aimed at all sizes of business, you know, from your market trader, to your home worker, your shop owner, to your big massive corporate. It's, it's all about the people and the connections, you know, within it, so. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we spoke before about the kind of social media strategy that I've had to adopt when I've moved from uh, um, advising the government to advising um, tenants and, and um, local businesses. And, and it's, it's so, I've learned so much about, you know, connected knowledge and, you know, um, speaking to all different people that are involved in getting businesses up and running and having that kind of networking and, and putting the pieces together is just so vital isn't it so it's it's yeah. brilliant when there are groups that have all of those people in one place or all of those even if it's a physical place or a social yeah. place or you know it's brilliant so I, I love these groups I'm always fascinated by the types of people that are in it I mean there's a nervous side of me because I'm not I'm not very I'm a very confident person, but I'm also a very shy person. So going to physical networking things alone as a business, yeah. as, you know, and taking my business to it always frightens me. So it's great that there's, you know, to, to be able to do it online first and build that relationship and then be yeah. able to get into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is the beauty of it that, you know, we feel like we know so many people, even though we may not have met them. You know, lots of them do come to the jellies. Uh, but you can be, you know, be present and you don't always have to be in front of the camera or in front of people. You can, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day who was saying she was very nervous about doing lives or putting herself on camera. And, I, I, you know, I'm very similar to you in terms of 
I'm all right in my own domain, but if I go to someone else's networking group, I'm a bit like, oh, I'm a bit like Billy No Mates. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm quite shy. So it's, it, people go, really? And you're like, well, yeah, actually, no. And as we were saying before, once you start doing it, it gets easier, doesn't it? Especially being on camera. You know, I do a lot on camera, a lot of Facebook Live, a lot of Instagram stories and stuff like that. And if I wasn't running my own businesses, I probably wouldn't be, you know, I probably wouldn't be doing it, but it does really work. And it is, as you know, with all things with marketing, it's about consistency. You know, um, we could be active all every day, one week, and then do nothing for three weeks. And then that's a bit of a waste what you've done. You know, you have to keep turning up. Um, and sometimes social media can feel absolutely overwhelming. You know, you might not want to put your lipstick on and go, hi. Um, well, I don't. Yeah, it's funny if you look at yeah, if you look at the history of my um, lives. If I, I always turn up as my authentic self, as I say, and there's days that there was a day when I had a face mask on because I was playing with the kids and it was and I needed to go live, so I did my five minutes and then carried on playing with the kids. There's days when I do it in my pajamas. There's days when I've literally, you know, got my hair all wet because I'm in the middle of going out and I just need to do a quick one. I do it as I am because it's how my clients would find me and that and yeah. they and they work with me because I am that type of person. So I, I always say to people who are getting into this social media thing, tr don't try and be someone else. Don't try and be perfect. Please try and be yourself because your clients yeah. want to work with you. Yeah, exactly and that's what makes you unique and this is you know some people were saying in the group oh there's quite a few photographers we don't have a lockout or anything because there's enough business for everybody people have their niches and people buy from people so you know not everyone will, will like me funny that but you know people will, will choose to watch what they want to watch um, so yeah I'm the same as you you'll see me out walking my dog with my hair screwed up into a woolly hat you know uh, in the rain you know it is I can't be who I'm not you know that's that's so exhausting um trying to be somebody that you're not so yeah as you say be authentic be yourself and if people don't like it then you know they can switch off and go and, and watch somebody uh, else yeah I'm, I was saying to Karen when I um did a um a podcast with her so Karen from St Albans Mums um I did a, a podcast with her a couple of episodes ago and I I was I was um saying to her that everyone said to me when I started on this this journey through social media that when you get a troll that you've made it and I said well I literally made it on day one because people are, are oh. more than happy to to throw things Absolutely. out and, and I just don't I'm, I don't care I just it, it doesn't affect me at all I, I I go down the route of feeling sorry for them if you've got enough time and enough boredom and enough self-loathing that you want to say yeah. something nasty to me then at least you're saying it to me who's confident in their self yeah. and not to somebody who's going to hurt because it's not going to hurt me yeah it's a tough one because I thought I was tough I did have quite a bit of trolling like a year or so ago and I thought I could handle it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, these people are so mean. Um, but yeah, then you get over it and then you get a thicker skin. Um, but you're not going to please everyone all of the time. And then people do get, just people get a bit funny. They get, you know, they, they either see you and are a bit jealous or they don't like what you're doing or, you know, whatever their reasons, um, you just have to get over it. And sometimes that is tough. And you just think yeah. actually, 
you know, a friend of mine, I think she did her first ever one and someone wrote a horrible comment that she's never gone back online, like never gone back on camera. And I've said to her, you know, you've got to just get back on it. Um, but I, I must say to anyone watching, it's not that common, I don't think. You know, I've been very lucky. Um, so don't think the minute that you go on social media, you're going to get um, nasty people because most people are lovely and do want to help you. Yeah, no, I think I attract them because I genuinely don't care. So they see it as a challenge and, and that's <laughs> absolutely fine by me. But I, I also like to say to people that the only person's opinion that I'm ever going to listen to is the person who pays my bills. And seeing as though I pay my own bills, it's just going to be me. It's not a problem. <laughs> so yeah. move. Yeah, totally. You can only re you can only listen to the person who's paying your bills. So no, thank you. Your opinion noted <laughs> and ignored. Yes. <laughs> so yes. moving on with your business, uh, yeah. what 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 can we see coming from you? Per actually, personally, let's talk about you as a person. What do you like to do, and what what are you going to be doing in in the future? Well, um, I would like to travel a bit, actually. Um, my kids are, well, Ernie's coming up 17, Frank's coming up 15 this year, so they're, you know, they're getting older, they're, they're quite independent. Um, you know, I want to travel with them, but, you know, I was just saying it gets easier as your kids get older. So um, this year we are off to France for a couple of weeks for my husband's brother's 60th birthday, so that's all booked in, and then a couple of other trips, and then next year, it's a big birthday, so I want to do a few things next year as well. So, yeah, a um, bit of travel, and um, I did start a book 20 years ago, or more than that, actually, um, which I do plan to finish. I have written two books, uh, business books, but I did start a trashy chick lit novel 20 years ago. I always wanted to be a writer when I was at school. I used to love English, used to love writing stories. And I thought I'd be, I would be a writer, but I didn't actually pursue that. And then it was only through business, because I started, I used to write uh, marketing tips to dance teachers every week. And then I, I turned it into a book, which was quite easy because I'd been writing it for so long. Um, so that was, that, to, to have a book published was really exciting. Um, and then we, we did another book with uh, St. Albans Businesses called The Little Book of Amazing Business Stories. And that's the stories of the 47 business owners in St. Albans um, that we put together in a book for Homestar. So that was quite fun to do as well. But yeah, I need to finish my chick lit trashy novel, but I've changed so much since I started. You know, obviously I've got, I've been, got married and had two kids since I started it, but one day I'll finish it. Probably won't be this year. Maybe I'll do it in my next big year. We'll see. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Well, we're coming to the end of the podcast and I end all of the podcasts with eight mile moments. So as I've said throughout the podcast, I don't care what anyone else thinks about me. And I love Eminem and the movie eight mile. And he does all of his rap battles by saying the worst things about him. He's white, he's skinny, he's in a trailer, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and that's so that his opponent can't ever say anything about him. So, what is your eight mile moment? So, what does that mean again? Sorry, what, 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 what is Tell my, us the worst things about you so that nobody else can say them <laughs> because you've said them loud and proud. Oh my God, the worst things about me. Um, oh my God, you put me on the spot. I should have prepared this. Um, no, it's better when it's authentic. Uh, oh my God, quick, Karen. Karen's was that she was messy and a hoarder. Oh, I am very, very, very hard to work with. 
Um, I'm very, disor- well, I say I'm disorganized, I'm very messy. Um, I'm not a hoarder, but I'm very, uh, I, I get distracted very easily, but I do get the job done. Um, but I just slide in by the seat of my pants. And that's the same with the businesses. There's hardly any strategic planning. It's like, that's a good idea, let's do it. And off you go without really thinking about it. But I get it done and it comes out good. But I think the people that I work with, sometimes it's frustrating, but they know what I'm like now. So I have Dawn who does all the finances and she's busily tidying everything up behind me, going, actually, Sue, you need to stop that because that's not going to make any money. Um, So yeah, I'd say I'm quite a messy, crazy person who just goes off on a tangent. Yeah, I, I can I can resonate with that quite a lot. I I am master procrastinator and I work better under pressure. So if somebody gives me two months to do something, brilliant, I'll be doing it on the last day. Yeah. Yeah. But then we get it done. We get it done. Yeah. You know, yeah. I say I'm disorganized, but then everyone says, Well, actually you do a lot and you get it done. So yeah. I can't be doing with sitting planning stuff and using different colored pens and highlighters and stickers and stuff like that that's not I'm just like okay that's it let's do it now done on the on to the next thing so I think we're yeah. quite similar and I think Karen's probably quite similar as well she is completely yeah <laughs> all the best St Albans women girl power exactly well thank you so much for being on our podcast and as always if anyone else wants to be on the podcast please do send us an email Denise no get the email address wrong every single week email address is info at finds-surveyors.co.uk claire will get you booked in asap thank you for watching bye